Well, hello there, and welcome to the Amore Podcast. I'm Allie, your host for this relationship podcast that covers free advice, love, romance, and sexual topics, plus an update on the website. To find out much more about me and the assortment of services that I offer, please visit AllieThies.com. Today is Monday, February 27th, 2012. Thanks for stopping by and giving me a listen to. The topics for today's advice. Will his wife return? And is her husband having an affair? Quote of the week was once said by Dr. Seuss. And surprisingly, this does not rhyme <laughs> at all. You know you are in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. Uh, for those of you who have left me feedback on iTunes, I greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to, I, I would like you to. <laughs> so please do. We can connect a variety of different ways. On Twitter, it's Allie Thies. On Facebook, Allie Thies Friends. On Pinehurst, it's Love Amore. YouTube, Amore Videos. And Google Plus, it's Allie Thies. On Sunday nights from 6 to 6.30 p.m., I do The Passion Zone. It's a uh, sex and relationship radio show. And on Tuesday and Thursday evenings between 8 and 9 p.m. Eastern, I do the Alley Thief Show. So, uh, yeah, on Blog Talk, this week, um, tomorrow would be Tuesday, Holly Vincent will be with me. And on Thursday, Craig Eugene will be with me. So it's going to be a very good week, so I hope you stop by and give the show a listen to. Um, because I was sick a couple weeks ago, the Astral Sex webinar has been moved till March 4th. So if you'd like to get on that, you still can. Go to the website for more info. The Amore Workshop in March will be held March 14th down at Woo's Brews between 7 and 8 p.m. Eastern. It'll be about attracting the right partner as opposed to Mr. or Mrs. Wrong. If you'd like to send me a, um, a question, yeah, there we go, a question for this podcast, please do. Um, you can send me an email with the podcast in the subject line to alithees at yahoo.com. Or you can go to the website, click on free advice, second rung down, it says submit a Mori question. Click on there, fill out the form, hit send. And of course, if you are a Bliss member, you get to go to the top of the line. Now, without further ado, let us go on to our first question. My son is home from school sick. It is <clears throat> not sick as in cold or flu sick. Sick as an allergies is kicking his butt sick. It's that time of the year. The poor boy has a hard time getting out of bed. But he's having fun torturing the dogs. <laughs> so before everyone starts barking and he starts yelling, let us get on here to the first question. It's from JJ470. And he says, my wife, B62, had an affair back in 2011. She told me it was a one-night stand and I forgave her. But she left me at the start of this year for him. She's a professional woman with a PhD, and he owns an auto body shop. She spends 500 bucks a month on shoes, and that's his rent money. Will she wake up and come home to me? Um, I know um, on the social economic scale, they're both <laughs> you know, on different ends of it, um, basically because of education-wise and money-wise, obviously, but... He's a really good guy, and he and he treats her like a queen. Um, you two had a falling out years ago uh, about an affair you had. That's what I'm getting. And uh, she kind of decided it was payback, but when she did the payback, she actually fell for the guy she <laughs> 
had the affair with. And it wasn't a one-night stand. It's been a constant affair since they slept together back in 2011. Will she come back? Will she wake up? Um, I don't see her coming back, I don't, but I do not see her and the auto body man being together any more than six more months. Um, if you two do start talking about getting back together again towards the end of 2012, I would highly recommend couples therapy. Uh, you need a third person to mediate between the two so that you communicate in a manner where you're not attacking one another. That would help smooth things along if you two want to work it out by that point in time. Okay? Okay, JJ. Thank you very much for sending in your question. Um, last week on LITs.com, I was still battling the, the crud I had. It, it, I hope you guys don't get that because it's just horrible. <laughs> I mean, it just attacks the, the snot out of you, literally. And... uh once you feel like you're getting better, you're still not, I don't know, the brain doesn't fire on all cylinders. It's the strangest thing. It, it sucks. So <laughs> I hope all of you who are listening can avoid that thing. Um, but because of that, I didn't feel like writing last week, so I didn't. Um, but I did have a guest post from a past radio show guest, Michael. He wrote, he's, he's the numerologist, and he wrote about divorce and the name change. And ladies, when we change our names, when we get married, and when we get divorced. So he wrote about that, and that is on the website. Now, the second question here is from FJ from 85. My husband works more and more hours each week. He says because he has extra work due to the layoffs from last year. But his paycheck has not changed, and he's paid by the hour. Is he having an affair? (coughs) I don't think he's having an affair um, as an affair where he's sleeping with somebody, having sex affair. Um, he is working more hours. He's not lying about that. But he's doing it off the clock. Um, and I know he, he shouldn't, but the company said no overtime. But in order for him to get caught up and a couple other people in his section, they have to put the extra hours in to get caught up without pay. It won't be like that forever, but it's going to be like that for at least the next you know, three to four months. That said, he is emotionally close to a woman in the group. Um, they share confidences that usually are just between husband and wife. Um, you know, he talks about your relationship and what's good, what's bad. Um, gets advice on gifts and uh, how to tell you he's sorry and, and whatnot. And she asks him about her marriage and what to get for her husband when birthdays and Christmas roll around and, and how she used to say she's sorry. So they've both taken each other into their confidant, and um, if that bothers you, then that would be a problem for you to talk to your husband about. But he's not having a sexual affair with anybody. Okay? Alrighty then. So thank you for sending in your question. Now the topic of the week, and I have to cough, so don't go anywhere. Okay. Um, is where is, where's your libido? Where does it go? You know, many people in this overworked, overstressed environment, um, they have a really difficult time having the energy for sex or wanting sex with their partner. And more times than not, the partner, um, 
either partner think, okay, well, she or he does not love me anymore, he or she does not find me attractive, um, or I might not find he or she attractive, or maybe I don't love them anymore. So it makes um, people search out, I don't want to say, affairs of opportunity, because affairs really are um, opportune moments. It's not something people usually go searching for. It's just something that ha that there's an opportunity to happen. So in order to get that that rush of a feeling and, and see if you have a sex drive or a libido or sexual energy, you go and you try to flirt or have sex with somebody else to see if you got it, to see if it is um, your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend that uh, has turned you off or is it you or what is it? What people don't get, though, is it's not as black and white as that. When you have no sex drive, when it's completely bottomed out, it's not necessarily that you don't love your partner anymore or that your partner doesn't love you anymore or that you don't find each other sexually attractive. There are so many mitigating factors that go into losing your libido. Uh, I'm going to go over um, a handful of them, well, probably like two fistfuls of them here, <laughs> but there are actually more that I'm not listing. Okay. Now, there are tons of medical reasons why your libido or sexual energy is at rock bottom. You could have ep epilepsy, heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, kidney disease, blood flow issues. Keep that in mind, blood flow issues for the men. In order for a man to have an erection, he has to have good blood flow. If he has a blood flow problem, he's not going to get the erection he's looking for or what you're looking for. If he does not get that erection, his libido could drop because he doesn't want to try to engage in a sexual encounter and not be able to get hard. Okay, so blood flow issues is another reason a person's libido can drop. Um, being overweight or anorexic. Menopause, oh, menopause, wreaks havoc, hormones, thyroid disorder, if you have a hysterectomy, mastectomy, or a vasectomy, pregnancy, if you have pain during intercourse, arthritis, and depression and anxiety. Now, a lot of times for all of the things I just mentioned, well, for most of the things I just mentioned, they give us medicine, treatments. Well, guess what? Those treatments screw with the libido. So not only does the disease screw with the libido, but the medicine they give you screws with the libido even more. One of the biggest metaph met not metaphysical, medical reasons that a libido is going to hit rock bottom if you're taking a pill is if you're taking um, depression or anxiety medications. The SSRIs, uh, Leprexa, did I say that right? Lexapro, Prozac, Zoloft, those things kill, and I mean wipe out completely, your libido. You may feel a bit better mentally and be able to concentrate and be able to do things in your life, but your sex drive is gone. Gone, 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 gone. I can't stress that enough, and there are so many people on depression and anxiety medications so many and you don't realize that that kills the sex drive also heart disease medications surprise high blood pressure medications pain medication chemotherapy 
radiation, insulin, the HRT replacements, believe it or not, over-the-counter cold and sinus medication can bottom out your sex drive. Of course, drug abuse, alcoholism, recreational drugs, and, you know, just plain old alcohol. I know like a drink, maybe a drink or two, can, you know, it, it, it removes your inhibitions and makes you want to, you know, have sex maybe in places you shouldn't. <laughs> um, but if you have more than one or two drinks, then it has the averse effect. Men have a very hard time getting an erection. Women have a very hard, difficult time getting lubricated. A lot of alcohol is not a good thing. Now, other factors that can go into um, losing your libido or your, or your sexual energy is stress. I know, no brainer, but a stress will kill it. Fear. Any past fear you might have about um, your partner or your sexual encounters or relationships. Anger. If you're pissed off at your partner, guess what? There's no sex drive for them. <laughs> sexual si shyness. You know, say you're a virgin or have been a virgin or haven't had sex in a while. Sexual shyness will also factor in. Body issues. If you think your body is horrible looking. And I tell you what, most women, not all, but most women have body issues. Take a look at that body in the mirror. It's like, oh my good God. Who's going who's gonna to want that? No matter, and you could have a perfect body. And trust me, whoever has that perfect body, they still don't like their body. There's still something off. Okay. And men. Men don't always like their body. They have body issues too. Not to mention, you know, receding hairlines. That's a big issue. Receding hairlines and then hair grows every place else. They're very self-conscious about that. Self-confidence. If you don't have any self-confidence, you don't have a sex drive. And if you're in a bad relationship, yep, guess what? No sex drive. And if you have any leftover <laughs> qualms, problems from a previous relationship, it'll zap it too. So you see, there are many, many more reasons for you to lose your libido or your sex drive or your sexual energy than simply not being in love with your partner or not finding your partner attractive or them not finding you attractive. And most of us, most humans, have one or more things in there. You know, if you have high blood pressure, you might be on the verge of having diabetes or heart disease. If you're taking, you know, say you're taking, you have depression, you're taking depression meds, but you also have a cold, so you're taking sinus meds. It, it's a combination, and you're stressed. <laughs> Surprise! You know, stress of work, stress of marriage, fear of losing your job, fear of losing your house, fear that your children are going to grow up and hate you. There are lots of things, and of course, having children, I, it's not in there, but having children is another reason that your libido will go down. That factors in with stress, by the way. So see, don't be so difficult on yourself or your partner when you find that you don't have the energy for sex or you're missing your libido. There are other reasons why. Now, <coughs> excuse me, there are a few simple reasons, simple ways um, to help combat this besides um, talking with your doctor and seeing what type of different medication you can be on. It's important if you take medication, especially for depression or anxiety, and you do not have a sex drive, which more times than not, you're not going to, 
you need to talk to your doctor about it and try a different med. Okay, not all SSRIs are made the same. They all will affect your libido, but at varying levels. Okay, but other ways you can help to raise your libido. Um, you want to stimulate the sacral chakra, which is two inches above your belly button, to decompress the sexual orange energy within. Because orange is actually the color of sex. It's the color of your, sexual your sacral chakra, not red. Red is, is um, a survival color. It is a passion color, too, and an anger color. But it's not the sex color. Orange is your sex color. Okay, there are a few different ways to be able to decompress your um, orange energy. You can play salsa music. Salsa music um, reverberates with the sacral chakra perfectly. You can wear more orange. You can eat more orange food. You can place orange items, items, orange items in your environment. That doesn't mean you go out and buy an orange couch or an orange bed, but you know, have orange accents always work. Use essential oils. A lang a lang, great oil for um, rubbing a little bit on your sacral chakra. Um, neroli, orange. Those are fantastic oils. Um, stones or crystals. Citrine. A great stone to um, you know place on your sacral chakra and you know leave it there for a little bit. Like lay down on your bed, put it on there, and just chill for a little bit. Um, Multivite will also work in that area. It is not an orange stone; it's green, but it has a very high energy rate, very high. <laughs> so I don't recommend putting it on there for a long time, or you're going to have more sexual energy than you ever wanted. Um, but a multivite on the sacral chakra will also work. So the next time you're finding your libido is at a low, um, think about what I told you, all the different things that, that, you know, cancels out your libido, your sexual energy. Think about what you can do to change that and give one of the ideas a try that I just mentioned. And you will find that your sexual energy will increase. Your libido will increase for your partner. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, and last but certainly not least, a deal of the week. It is a 30-minute phone or chat reading for $55.95. If you would like to have that, send me an email to allythees at yahoo.com. Tell me if you want uh, a 30-minute phone or a 30-minute chat. I will send you an invoice via PayPal. You pay it. And um, we schedule a time. It's just that simple. So until we connect again, you guys have yourself an absolutely wonderful week. And gosh, I think, what, next? Yeah, March is coming up, so I guess I'll see you next month. <laughs> Take care of yourselves. Bye.